I am John, Whoopi impersonator and a Ladrin warlock with the Warriors of the Stars. Along came Jason, my bearded friend. Fabulous secret ideas revealed to me the day he came to my house and said, I want to make a podcast! Only two others share this secret. I have Chris Visions, I like walks on the beach, sunsets, poodles. What's up, everybody? Morphin Time. Hi, I'm Rick Remender. Rob, the artist. Hey, everybody, how are you doing? Hey, I'm Mr. Priscilla. Hi, this is Ashley Eckstein, voice of Ahsoka Tano. Robbie Amell. What's up, guys? Today, I have special guest, Mike Selinker. You do indeed. We're working on Black Science. Bob McLeod, creator of the New Mutants. I've been working for Marvel and DC Comics for the last 40 years. Brian Herbert. About a year ago, I've got a, a Twitter site. I couldn't get my own name. Somebody took my name. <laughs> and we have special guest, Gus Lopez. Oh, hey, guys. I'm thrilled to be on. Robin Hobb is here! Working on a trilogy called The Fits and the Fool. Livio Raimondelli. Appreciate it. I'm, I'm a big Transformers fan, G1 fan myself. Together we started talking about toys, comics, games, and movies on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Hey everybody out there, welcome to another exciting episode of the Super Awesome Geek Show. Hey Christina, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well. I turned myself into a pickle to avoid therapy today, but that's all right. Other than that. Uh, <laughs> I hear ya. Uh, yeah. Took a while to get myself turned back into a human, but other than that, everything's been fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I went to uh, the Dallas Fan Expo, which is like a Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, they call it both. So, uh, every. I got I got a question. How 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 was like chilling and hanging out with Richard Dean Anderson and Anthony Daniels? Was very very cool. Um, Richard Dean Anderson, very very nice guy. We uh, there was a a group of us people standing there. You know, most of them Stargate people, a couple MacGyver fans. <laughs> um, but mostly Stargate people. And he should have he should have brought a roll of duct tape for him to sign. Oh, there was a sign that says <laughs> he will not sign material or duct tape. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. So I was like, oh, and um, but there was a guy younger than me dressed in a Star Trek. Uh, cosplay, red, red, so he was probably going to die. Um, <laughs> he had these two big, huge things of DVDs of MacGyver. I'm like, you're younger than me. I only watch some of MacGyver. What? So he was having those signed. Wow. Um, there was a lady who was two people in front of me. Um, no, one girl in front of me, and then, yeah. Um, she was deaf and she was talking with us and she used her, her phone to communicate. I mean, we became line buddies because, you know, she, we were there for an hour. We stood in line for an hour and a half. Yeah. So, um, um, she had had a picture taken with him years ago when his hair was a little bit longer and he was heavier. And when she got up to him, you know, she explained that she was deaf and, and he nodded and. And he was talking with her because she could read lips. And and he, she showed him the picture. He goes, when was this taken? He goes, oh, my gosh, I was so fat. 
<laughs> you know, and she went, no. And I said, it happens to the best of us, you know, because we're that close by now. I could probably reach and touch him. And and he goes, yeah, and the older we get, the harder it is to get it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he's real funny. And we're just enjoying banter. And she told him he was handsome. And it even says on the sign that he will not do personalization. Really? No, no, he won't even do like to Christina, huh? No. And but because she had seen him before a few times and she she was so tiny, so sweet, he wrote he asked her what her name was, she wrote it out, he wrote her name on there. Um and then on her second photo he wrote Eliza and he got to the end of the photo and put dot 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 and kept going on the paper that was under him. <laughs> It was funny. We all laughed. He was great. But the rule was, so some of the people that sit at those tables you wait in the short little lines for will yeah. do a selfie. We'll do a selfie. Like Felicia Day was next to him, and she did a selfie for 30 bucks. Okay. If you wanted a signature of something, it was, I forgot what. It wasn't very expensive. Um, when I did James Marsters last year, it was this or this, or they combined it for like, I think it was 50, you know, yeah, like, you like signed photo. picture and a selfie, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. didn't have to wait in the long line and, and reserve your spot. You could t- do a selfie with your phone. You didn't have to pay for a professional photo. Um, they didn't allow that with RDA. Um, and I was asking the girl before, you know, cause we knew this before he came to sit down and I said, can I ask why? And she goes, it is up to the handler that is with him. They set the parameter. They want to keep the line moving. Yeah. His like some of the big people, the lines, if the, you know, people will spend 15 minutes with him if they can. And yeah, yeah. I mean, and he, he spent a few minutes talking, but what they didn't want is, like, you could, if he, while he was signing, so you saw the picture that I sent you, uh, he was talking to somebody or signing. That was allowed. I could have taken a picture while he was signing mine. Yeah. I was engaging in conversation with him. What you can't ask him to do is say, can you look up and I could take your picture. It's not that it bothers him. It stops him from finishing signing. Yeah. That's they want to we just keep told. it moving, yeah. Yes, and so he was very nice. Um, although when I was waiting in line for him, Felicia Day, she had was there, left, and came back before he came, which was uh, funny. And I went, you go, Felicia. And she goes, yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she waved. And then um, I saw her another time. It was in a photo op. There was some... YouTube people and she was over there and I was all hey Felicia and she was all hey I'm just awkwardly standing here watching people take photos <laughs> <laughs> you know it was that part was nice I did see Chuck Norris he was on that same row so there was two guys from Earth something they were old like I didn't even know the show but was um, it Earth, anyway Earth 2 maybe i don't know but then there was felicia day then richard dean anderson then some girl from the 100 Hmm. and then some other guy i sulkin his last name is and then 
after him was Chuck Norris. Oh, I totally would have went up to see Chuck Norris. <laughs> oh, the line for Chuck Norris was long. Yeah, I can imagine. He had four bodyguards with him. Did he kick anyone's ass? But no, he had four bodyguards. <laughs> Chuck Norris. I'm he's going to have them going. kick everybody's ass. That's what he's doing. And then there was the, the photo ops that I'm telling you about where you reserve your spot. You're in group one, two, or three. You line up and you go behind the curtains and stuff. Um, his was three or four groups wide, and um, and I was like, "Holy crap! What? Okay, Chuck Norris." But the other thing that I found out there was um, a Christopher Lloyd in the DeLorean. Um, so the DeLorean, you can go get your photo taken with him, I guess. Oh, neat. Um, but Michael J. Fox was supposed to be there, but he backed out. I don't know if he was ill or something. And then there was some other guy from Back to the Future. So there was a big Back to the Future presence, I think, because was it the new movie or new something coming out? Um, hmm. I, don't, then, I, didn't, I didn't know if there's a new movie, but I know that uh, there's some... Well, it's the... No, wait, that was... Or is it the anniversary... I'm not, I can't remember. I think that was anyway, there was a, that was it was eighty eighty five was the year, so it's not really an anniversary. It it was it was so many people dressed up in Back to the Future. Then um, also there was um, what's his name? It could have been because because the the car was in Ready Player One. Oh, might might have been. Um, Paul Rubens was there. And really, as- Pee Wee Herman. Yes, and as I was passing to see um, Anthony Daniels, there was a curtain and I peeked through the crack. I'm like, ooh, Paul Rubens. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a guy in the line behind me, I mean in front of me, and he had an R2 droid that he built. And let me tell you, Anthony Daniels spent some time with him. Yeah, they, they usually does with because people who have a droid, yeah. And... um and he, I notice he's very picky, like, when people take photos to make sure it looks right. Because if you're taking a photo, if you've paid to take a photo, he wants to make sure that you're getting your money's worth and that it looks nice. And he will make sure that you look nice and have nothing on your face. I mean, you're just, I was watching him with people. I was like, holy cow. You know, like, this man is caring. Not like, hi, I'm taking a picture with you. Bye. You know what I mean? And he has a C-3PO with him that he gives a person to hold. And um, But I guess the guy that had the R2 droid... Um, one of the, I don't know if it's a handler, but the people that funnel people through to talk or take a picture with the person, um, he, he asked the guy to come back and he goes, yeah, Paul Rubens wants to see your R2. So you got to kind of follow me and cut through these so that we <laughs> could show Paul Rubens your R2. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, ah, Pee Wee wants to see the R2. So it's one it was- of the things about building something like that where, um, you you generally will get preferential treatment just for bringing it with you because yeah. yeah especially if they don't see it that often like in Seattle there was a whole club of people that built R two droids so there's like fifty million of them but you go anywhere else in the country and you're lucky if there's one <laughs> yeah and I guess okay so last year when I went to this there was more um, there was more of a Star Wars presence I I guess because Rogue One um, or no, no, because was it because Last Jedi was coming out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's was it. Because Last Jedi was re- ready to be coming out. It, be- it was the summer before. Right now, 
I think just solos coming out. So there wasn't really, I don't think that they made it that big of a presence there because I didn't see much Star Wars. The only people we saw were Anthony Daniels and, you know, I saw was Billy D. Williams. Yeah. Billy D. Yeah. And I didn't go, I just took, I, I was standing on some stairs and I zoomed in and took a picture. Um, and then uh, Jeff Goldblum was there. What? Really? That's yeah. Cool. Um, the fly. There yeah, there was a few people. Um, some guy is he Aquaman? He's super, super tall, really big, long hair. That's Jason Momoa. Yeah. Yeah, he was there. The girl in front of me had her picture taken with him. Yeah. She showed. She showed me the photo. I'm like, Dagum, he's tall. <laughs> She's like, Yes, yeah, he's <laughs> muscular man. He's huge. Yeah, and then uh, we saw him in Miami when when my my father and I were down in uh, South Beach area. And there's this one sort. It's like an outdoor walking. It's it, it. It probably was originally a street, but so many really good shops and restaurants open down the street, and it goes directly to the South Beach. It goes right to the beach, like perpendicular. Mm-hmm. Not it's not parallel to the beach. It's perpendicular, so it's like a straight line to the beach. And they they eventually there was so many people using it. I think they cobblestoned over it and put trees and stuff in the middle and now it's just a walking street you can't drive on it anymore and uh there's an apple store in between a lot of the different shops and and uh places to eat and we went in there because my my dad he he goes in every apple store that you see if he, if he sees one he's got to go in even if he doesn't oh need yeah anything. and Same. uh <laughs> so we're there and when we started to leave there was a huge crowd by the door to the left of the door and he's like why can't we get out what's this crowd for and i kind of looked through the crowd and i go oh it's because it's jason momoa and he's like who <laughs> my dad's like i don't know who this guy is and i was like i was just like hey jason he's like hey and he's like he goes they have an entourage keeping me protected from all you guys <laughs> yeah and that's just pretty kinda cool like, we we just kind of like worked our way out of the store but he was for whatever reason, he was in the Apple store. <laughs> yeah, it, this this will show you how duh my brain is. We're standing in line, you know, the group, the people I call we because there was the people I became, you know, I don't know their names, but I talked to them for an hour and a half. Um, we were standing and a guy walks through and I'm like, wow, he looks familiar. And he had two bodyguards and he's just walking. And I was like, oh, I wonder what, and I said, why does that guy look familiar? And one of the people goes, because he's Daredevil. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think my legs have gone numb and it's affecting my brain. They all started laughing. I'm like, good Lord. You know, well, so he, at least he wouldn't see you going all numb and everything. Yeah. Well, uh, he, so he, <laughs> he, he was there and now I would have got Daredevil signature. Cause I have Augie there. Yes, but, there is so many. And the it, Punisher. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think who, like costume-wise, there was nothing that really stood out. Like you, uh, occasionally you went saw one. Oh, there was a girl dressed there, um, dressed as Black Widow. She was amazing. That's cool. Um, there was an older lady dressed as Jessica Rabbit. I was, I was, I was like, <laughs> oh, and the girl in front of me is like. That should not be worn. Uh, 
to Richard Dean Anderson, we were just having conversation. He goes, yeah, it's the best place for nerds, isn't it? That's what he said. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he was a really nice guy. And you could tell his handlers like, wow, he's talking to these people too much. And I was just like, dude, you know, but he, he, I asked, you know, his handler, I'm like, and how are you? He goes, I'm fine. And I went, yeah, after this, I, I think I'm going to go try and see Anthony Daniels. He goes, oh, he's such a lovely man. You know, and I was like, I, I, I've heard. And he said, he's a bit jet lagged right now. He goes, so uh, he's not his usual self. You know, but I've heard that if you're waiting in line to see him, sometimes he pops out and he comes walking through the line to try and be inconspicuous. <laughs> yeah. You know, and just says hi to people. Yeah. So, but he did not do that because the line for Christopher Lloyd, the line for, uh, what did I say? Well, Chuck Norris. Chuck, Chuck Norris, Norris yeah. was finishing up. There was a Paul Rubens line. And I forgot what the other one was like. It's I think they tried not to do too many big people at the same time. Yeah, they don't want that room will just get crazy. Yeah. Well, it's it's this big square of curtains and it's like a maze. And there's a A, a B, a C and a D and they're blocked off. So if you're in line for uh, Anthony Daniels, that's all you're going to see unless you're like me and look through the crack of a curtain and look at Paul Rubens. Um, or, or, or peek through the, the, the cloth and see a bit of Chuck Norris, you know, I'm, yeah. I, I'm that person. Um, um, but you weren't going anywhere else. So you had to be like, this is the line for, this is this for, and they were like lanes of lines. Um, they do that very well there. It was like that last time. Um, wow. there was two sides. So one side that I was on with the Richard Dean Anderson, Felicia Day, that whole row, there was two rows of that. Then immediately behind us, not behind them, the actors, but behind the people standing in line, there was an aisle. And then there was another panel where the people sat, that's where Billy D. Williams and then, um, uh, Anthony Daniels would have been over there. Uh, the guy who played Chewbacca, but not the original Chewbacca. Oh, yeah, Jonas. Yeah. Yeah, he was there. Um, so they kind of had those three in a row. Um, He's going to be here in Florida, so I'll, I'm, I'll hopefully see him, and then I'll have both Chewbacca's autographs. Yeah, it was it was neat. It was busy. Um, it was for freezing yesterday. It was like 32 <laughs> degrees, so parked, walked I was like, I had to thaw out. I was in there, and then when it was time for me to leave, I was just like, I don't want to go back outside. And there was this lady with a, like a go kart, a golf cart kind of thing that will drive you to your car. I'm all, bless you. <laughs> I didn't have to walk. My feet were so toast. I was like, oh, I'm all, bless you. Have a good day. Stay warm. She was like, you're welcome. You know. <laughs> so it was. It was all in all. It's. And I was telling the people I was in line with, I'm like, I've been to San Diego Comic-Con. And they're like, whoa. You know, like, they're like, this is more, it's just Dallas. So people from the Texas or Dallas area that are close enough come. Some people stay in hotels. It's not where, like, San Diego Comic-Con, which is international. Yeah. Um there's people that come from Canada that, that go there. And I told them, I'm like, yeah, I've been to the Star Wars one. And they're all, ooh, how was that? I was like, it was fantastic. It was just one subject. 
you know, this, you've got the multiple subjects, you know, and not subjects, the multiple genres. And then you've got all the shirts and the comics and the this and the that and the stage and the cosplay. And the it's like a typical con, you know, yeah. uh, it's kind of like Seattle has their, you know, um, Emerald well, City. I think that's a little bigger than this one, probably, though. Oh, yeah. I think Emerald City is about the third largest in the country now. It's it's like six floors of a convention, of like two convention center, pretty much. It's just gigantic. Like, absurdly large now. <laughs> but, uh, mm-hmm. and absurdly expensive now because it's so huge. But, uh, but, um, I'm looking forward to this one coming in Florida because I get to meet Sam Whitworth, the the, the great oh. Sam. He, I mean, like I've seen him and talked to him before, but never had, not never in a situation where he was doing autographs. It was always like you bump into him in line, or he's sitting down from you at the very show you're watching. You look down the aisle, and he's sitting in the audience too. You know, so it's like you always bump into him in one of those yes. situations, but not when he's actually doing autographs or as a. He's not a, a guest at the. He's just attending the convention. He's not a guest at the convention, so this time he's actually a guest. So I'll get to get an autograph. So I'll have Ray Park Darth Maul autograph, and I'll have Sam as a Darth Maul autograph from Clone Wars and Rebels. So that'll be awesome. And then I get to meet Short Round from from uh, Temple of Doom. <laughs> That was the kid, the, the kid from the Goonies who had like the the pictures of death. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to meet him. Um, yeah, I it's it's just neat because I was you know like when I met um Dave Mar- James Marsters uh, last year. How down, like, he spent time talking with you. How Felicia Day was just like, yeah. And how Richard Dan Anderson, you know, it's like he was cool. I was like thinking to myself, is he even in anything anymore? What does he do? Like, I didn't ask him that, but. Oh, he's you know, there's something um, that he, Richard Dean Anderson is in something on television right now. But I can't remember what it is. But I know yeah, I saw him on a commercial for something. But it was so funny. Like, I, I didn't realize you know, like the girl that in front of me, she took a picture with him. His picture that they take, he looks so different sitting there than even in the picture. <laughs> and I'm just like, he looks better right here. You know what I mean? Like sitting here live right in front of you. Like he, he was just really nice. But when he finally showed up, I said, we should all cheer for him. The girl's like, yeah. So when he came, we're all, woohoo! We got the rest of the crowd going. We're like, yeah! Because whenever a big actor, you know, came and sat down, people cheered. So we went, yeah! You know, and clapped for him. His face turned red. He's all, stop! (laughs) (laughs) I should, um, I should get another one of these Sony handheld recorder things, interviewing recorders, and Mm -hmm. uh, mail it to you, and then We'll both have one for when we go to these conventions. Because, like, oh, I, because I, 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 I know that some of the bigger names, like Richard Dean Anderson, probably never would have done it. I know Anthony Daniels won't do it because I've asked him three times when I've seen him, and now I'm done asking him because he won't do it. But um, some of the other people, like I bet you, I bet you could have got Felicia Day to do it. But you just ask oh, yeah. them one or two questions and, and then just say, give a shout out to the Super Awesome Geek Show and they do it, you know? 
Like we had, you know, um, Ashley Eckstein, Ahsoka Tano, she did it, and Nolan North, who played uh, the Drake in Uncharted, he did that. So, I mean, yeah. in, in a bunch of people, like, oh, Richard Hatch did it, you know? Yeah, so sometimes you can just do a quick little two or three minutes, maybe five minutes right at their booth, or you meet them a little bit, like, after they're done signing, they'll be like, come back and come back at five o'clock or come back at four o'clock and we'll do like five or 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. And there's, there's super <clears throat> like, they're super nice. Oh, that's who I wanted to tell you. Ben Affleck was there, but, <laughs> <Really>? oh, <wow. laughs> but he was in his own room somewhere in the convention hall. I guess you had to stand in one line to get the pass to go to that room. And if you were with a group of people, this lady was telling me, if you're with a group of people, only one of you are allowed in the room at a time and you've got to leave your bag outside. And that range, depending on what you wanted, between two fifty and five hundred bucks. Jeez. And wow. then I heard over the loudspeaker, if you would like to get your photo retaken because the first one is messed up with Ben Affleck, please come to this area at this time. I was like, Really? <laughs> wow. But he did not come out to the floor at Oh, I was like, then why are you here, moron? No, sorry, Ben Affleck. <laughs> um, uh, um, well, some of um, them, they just, I think what it is is that they put those high price tags, they do that kind of stuff because they, they, they want to make a public appearance, but at the same time, they don't want to sign 500,000 autographs. And they're right. big enough. I mean, with him being Batman and everything, it's just, he would. He'd have everyone at the show would be in line, you know, if it was cheap enough. That's so tr that's true. I mean, and it's it's cool, but you know, you've got people who are Star Wars fans who are just like, hey, look, I'd rather stand in line for Billy D. Williams. You know what I mean? Like, you know, um, because they make themselves available. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They make it's. I mean, if you want to pay, that depends on the person and how much is being charged. I saw as little as 30 bucks with Felicia Day. I saw 75, 80. You oh, know, she's, you don't she's have up to $30, really? For a selfie. Oh, well, I, yeah. Well, when I when I met her before, she was like $10 for an autograph. She was really reasonable. Yeah, she had her book up there um and she had pictures um and but she was just very very friendly. I don't know if you know who Tobuscus is from YouTube. He did a lot of games. Um, Toby Turner. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I think yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were chatting, and he he's really funny too. You know, it's like there were some really big people, and then there was like, you know, those people, and there was, it was just like a range, you know. And as we were waiting for. Uh, Richard Dean Anderson, I was like, well, what is he wearing? The girl in front of me is like, he's wearing black today. I was like, okay. So we just got to look. I said, is he tall? She goes, well, I'm short. And then we looked it up. I'm like, he's 6'1". <laughs> so I'm like, so all of a sudden, we're looking at the black curtain because there was a certain area where they all came from. I'm like, ooh, look. And she goes, he's here. And I'm like, we should cheer. She goes, wait, wait till he gets to the edge. So what, right when he was passing Felicia Day, we're like, yeah. That's cool. You know, when you're in line, you get bored. So. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's why you end up with a bunch of line friends. 
Yeah, you never see them again. After you get your signature, they've all gone their way. You're like, bye, person. Well, it's funny because that's true of most conventions, but I do have to say Star Wars Celebration is the exception. Because yeah. even though you and I didn't meet at Star Wars Celebration, we knew each other were there, and yes. that's, how, that's still how we met, you know? <laughs> but well, not and, in person, and, but that's still how we met. And then there's, like, other guys, like um, Neil... Uh, he does this fantastic Kanan uh, Jarrus uh, cosplay, and he's a friends on Twitter with us, and constantly we're talking back and forth about stuff. Uh, Chris from the Collector's Hut, Chris Sultan. Yes. I mean, him and I. I mean, we're probably tweeting at least once a week with each other, or sending direct messages about something. So it's like and sharing videos. So it's like, you know, you meet all these people in line. Oh, and uh, and and Puck from the Dutch Garrison of the 501st. I mean, she's got some fantastic costumes, and she's over in, like, Denmark or something. And uh, it's like all these people that we met at Star Wars Celebration while we were in line that we call our line friends, we're still in contact with through social media. So, you know. Yeah. I, I was, when I went to the one in Anaheim and I sat in line for, what was it, two hours for the t-shirt? <laughs> yeah, you, you, I got to talking to some guy from Boston and um, some guy from England and they were going to go to the one in the UK and then go to the one, you know, in Florida. So it's just, it's just funny to see, yeah. you know. Um, they I'm had hoping I'm hoping that I bump into some people at the uh, Star Wars Galactic Nights at Disney because I just I'm, I've I've asked a number of people and most of the guys I know from Seattle and from Boston and other places said they can't go, but I still think I'm going to bump into somebody we know, you know. <laughs> oh, for sure. From online or something, you know. But um, anyway, let's get into some other stuff. Did you see Ready Player One? I have not. Oh, it's not awesome! Yet. But it's so cool. I heard. I heard it was. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's a lot better than the book. I I have to say that if you're probably if you're on the fence between like with the book and everything, because I, I know I gotta I gotta say like I really think it's about seventy percent of the people when I worked at that bookstore in Seattle, people would read they'd buy the book and then they'd come back. Probably about 70% of the people who bought the book and read it came back into the store and said the writing, it was a good story, a really good idea, but the way it was written was absolutely horrible. Like the person who wrote it had no training. They never, they must have never written a book in their life. They were like, and now look, it's a movie. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was like the worst writing, like the worst. It was like someone in elementary school wrote it. You know what I mean? Oh, it was wow. Like, it was like the worst writing they'd ever seen, you know? <laughs> well, they said Fifty Shades of Grey was worse, you know? <laughs> but, well, and the people say twi that about Twilight as well. So, really? And look, they all, they all became movies. Oh, yeah. tons of people hated the way Twilight was written. Huh. Um, and but, Fifty but, Shades uh, was just a spinoff of Twilight. Yeah. But uh, the um, the movie for Ready Player One was just fantastic. It's... I, I mean, my brother and I both ended up seeing it twice. So <laughs> it's I heard really it was good. good. My brother, my brother called me and said you should go, and I said all right when I have some time. Um, 
No, but I am excited for Solo, but... Oh, yeah, that new trailer just hit, you know. Yes. Right when we started recording, it hit. <laughs> and it's so exciting. Did you see there's a second Wookiee? Yes. I yeah. Like, Chewie oh. hugged another Wookiee and, and headbutted her. <laughs> well, we're going to see more Wookiees other than the Christmas special. Yeah. Or the well, holidays. I wonder if it is. It could be his wife. Oh, see, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Or Lumpy. I wonder if Lumpy's going to be in it from the Christmas special. <laughs> I hope they changed his face. Because <laughs> that's just a scare. He's a meme now. That little he face. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Uh. Uh, um, but I did watch on Netflix. If I did a long time or years ago read the series of unfortunate events. And um, yes. I actually did not like the movie all that well that they put out, but the show fantastic. Yeah. The Netflix. Netflix. Uh, yeah. That's really good. That's got, um, Oh, come on. Neil Patrick Harris, right? Yes. And he yeah. plays an awesome. Um, he plays, he, he does it well. And then, um, Oh, what's his name from Firefly is in there for this season. Um, oh, um, yes, I know who you mean. Doing really well the with captain, names. The captain, right? Yes. Yeah. Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion yes. Fillion, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's in there. Um, he's so this, funny. <laughs> he's in there this season. The whole, there is short little quippets uh, that they do, the little jokes, and it's all... Dull, serious jokes that just, and, and it's a funny guy, joke. Yeah, he's the guy that got eaten in uh, Santa Clarita diet. Yes, <laughs> or Santa that, Clarita. That, Sorry, I always put an S in there. Santa Clarita I, diet. That's what I was leading up to next. I'm like, wow. I watched series of unfortunate events, and Nathan Fillion's in there. And then I move on to the second season of Santa Clarita Diet, and there he is again. But he's just ahead. Yeah. You know. That was awesome. That's an awesome show if no one's seen it. It's so bizarre. I love that they carried him around in a vase. He was just a head in a vase. And then they put him in a bowling bag. Yeah, they put him in a bowling bag. He's in the back of the car. Yeah, you guys. We got to listen. And that they all... Okay, so I don't know if we want to say spoiler alert right here, but if you haven't seen it, do. But that they all started with clams. Yes, and they were these too. spider ball people. I bad, was like, what? bad clams. <laughs> they ate it. They threw up this ball. They turned into the undead, and the spider—I mean, the ball—is supposed to grow legs. Yeah, that was really strange. I was sitting there going nasty. Drew Barrymore does a fantastic job. Yeah, but they'll—I'm sure in the third season they'll probably get more into explaining it. I think they're going to give us little bits of information every season. And then we'll they'll like tie she, it all together or something. It's like each part they almost get found out, but nope, it goes in their favor. Like <laughs> the cop chick is just like, I know what you did, and then they tell them this. She goes, Oh, you are Jesus. You, I, you know, and she kneels. <laughs> I'm like, What? I love, I love how like like deadpan and like weird everything is like you yes. know like he, the husband he's always like oh is this gonna be a thing now is that what it's gonna be this is this is gonna be a thing is it right? you know, like, <laughs> and the daughter how she just walks up to that guy and just smacks him in the head with a yeah. lunch tray i was like that would be me man <laughs> and i love her friend there the, the, her like boyfriend friend or whatever you want to call yeah. him and he's just like no i'm fine no pee came out. I think I'm okay. 
It's a good show. It's just a good show. I love those little... Um, Netflix has put out some good um, original yeah. series. Um, <clears throat> well, you want to know- see, see a good movie. I, this morning I watched Orbiter 9. and okay. it, It's a foreign film, so there's subtitles. But it's, it's really cool. It's about a girl who's in a capsule called Orbiter 9. Mm-hmm. And she's going to a far off planet that's going to take 40 years to get there. And she's alone. And then she gets a visitor from an engineer. An engineer comes to visit to repair the oxygen system so she can breathe better on her journey. And they end up falling in love. And he's only supposed to stay like 50 hours. Okay. And then it all goes off the rails from there. So I, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's... It actually has two different twists in the same movie. But it's oh, wow. totally it's it's like total sci-fi future, you know, like the world is ending and that's why they've got to get to this other planet, but they've got to send out like these people who are going to test the journey to mm-hmm. see if the human beings can make it there. And that's sort of the premise of the film and why she's in the orbiter. And uh yeah, and then it all just takes off from there and it's bother oh, it's so cool <laughs> it's, it was it blew me it was it surprised me it was really good you gotta like you gotta be okay with reading subtitles though if you want to understand it in English you know yeah um oh that reminds me um at, at the the con um the I guess they had pictures for people to take with a stranger things do a trio Oh, cool. They were there? Yes. Oh, that would so, be awesome. Was Eleven I, there? I think so. Um, oh, I would have got her if, autograph. That'd be cool. But I think I think the one that they had at the type of, you know, sit and walk up to type thing um, was the boy with the hat, with the hair, with the... Oh, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. 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 I think he was the only one. I don't know if the other ones that I didn't look beyond i tend to go zero in on the few names i know and look around right there i don't tend to you know that's why i was shocked when um daredevil guy walked by i was like oh oh you know like i'm like wow i wasn't paying attention you know the the weird thing about younger actors is that like sometimes when you've seen the show and then when you actually meet them in person it's been a couple years and they've Mm -hmm. they've grown they're taller they've aged they might have their hair different you know and it's like you're looking at like holy crap that's really you you know like because uh like when i met the the kid who played boba the the person who played the kid boba fett version it was in what was it episode two attack of the clones i think it was like we met him in person but when we met him he was like 20 oh wow (laughs) so we were like whoa like that's you you know like so it's like you you get thrown off by like you know and it can happen so and it can happen so fast like to me and my friends we were like was that really that long ago (laughs) yeah and then like when i saw billy d williams i was like oh oh okay looks so different you know like yeah because he's what is he like 80 something i don't know, I don't know but, but uh, yeah. yeah 
you know, some of the actors, you watch them and they're younger, and then you're just like, oh, I want you to stay younger, <laughs> you know, and I'm sure they do too, <laughs> but um, I just, I love, I love that, you know, seeing them, you know, it's just so fun, and I was, I was, the people in line I was talking to, I was like, you know, they're just so personable, they're all, yeah, she goes, we sometimes forget that they're people, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, it's true, <laughs> You don't have gold metal plating. You're not C-3PO. <laughs> but his voice. Oh, yes, that is a good one. You know, like, yeah. he's... Yeah. He's very, he's very nice, but he, I could tell he was tired. Oh, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was just... And you hear... I heard Paul Rubens joking around. I mean, I think every... It's just neat. Like, you know, the shows that we're talking about on Netflix, it's like, it would just be fun... I just watched that show. Now I get to see this person. Yeah. You know, that's why I like these cons. Cause I was asking someone, how, how do they come to these? Do they buy? Do they say, I'm going to go to this. They're like, no, I think they send out emails to a bunch of them and then they wait and see who says yes. Well, well, some so. of them like, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what happens, but some of them actually also have, I think there's certain guests that they want to try to get. So they have people who work for the convention, whoever's putting on the convention. They have people reach out to a number of different celebrities, especially those of a certain group that they want to get. So like if they want to, yeah. like you said, they had three kids from Stranger Things. So if they want to try to get as many as possible, they'll reach out to all of them. And as soon as they get one, they'll reach out to the others and go, hey, so-and-so's coming. It'd be cool if you also came you know, and then they, and if they can get two, they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, we got two of you guys." It'd be really cool if the rest of you came. You know, that would, and that, and the, you know, and sometimes that motivates them to come because there'll be more and more of them. You know, you know what? More and more of the cast will be there together. And, uh, but other things too, like the Florida one here, they sent us the link to, they sent the Geek Show the link to their. Uh, guest sign-up page. So if you are a celebrity guest, you can sign up yourself and then enter into discussion with them about what's going to happen and if you want to appear. And we actually sent that link to a couple of people who had been on our podcast, like Philip Anthony Rodriguez and other people. And uh, they're going to they're gonna look in... They haven't announced it yet, but they were looking into seeing if they would sign up and things like that. They were like, I'll totally, I'm down for this if I if my schedule's clear and I can do this, you know? So it's like that kind of, so there's two different ways. You can just, like, as a celebrity, you can just contact the convention that you want to go to. Yeah. And if things work out schedule-wise and stuff fits the convention for them, they really you know, it works out. It has to work out both ways. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Then you can go. And but uh, the other thing too is, I know that they also do reach out to certain people. So, yeah, I think it goes both ways, right? Yeah, and and just fascinating because it's just like you kind of want them all to go there. It's kind of like uh, uh, San Diego Comic Con. You're like, okay, you know. How do you get? But I think that's just for like the big TV shows and the yeah. big movies and the big, um, all of that. Um, See, I actually you know. hope that um, 
that Philip Anthony Rodriguez gets to go. I hope that I see an announcement soon that he's going to be going because I think it'd be cool to meet him in person since he was on our podcast. Yeah, I love I, lo- I love it when they come on and they just talk to you for a few minutes. Like I had a, a friend a long time ago who did a um, there was a, you know blog talk radio who did a thing and interviewed um, reality stars. Oh yeah, I see. And you know they just knew someone who knew someone who contacted them. Hey, hey, you want to come on for an hour or thirty minutes or whatever time you have? Oh yeah, sure, okay. And they <laughs> let people call in and field questions and. Or type questions in a chat room, and they go, okay, so-and-so in our chat room wants to know, blah, blah, and the person would just answer it. And it was really neat, you know yeah. what I mean? I, it's, you know, I mean, yes, the reality stars are just like you and me, but so are actors. They're just like you and me, but they're Everyone starts out like you and me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're, the, the actors and, you know, people, producers, their time is a little bit, uh, um, um, a little bit different. Yeah. And, uh. Uh, you know, it would be neat to get um, another one on here like um, like we had because it's just neat when they just get to sit. It's like, you know, you just want to sit and talk like uh, Richard Dean Anderson yesterday says, hey, we're all geeks. It's all fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and no one was sitting there going, oh, my gosh. You know, <laughs> yelling. No one does that. Well, I mean, next time we'll have comic writer uh, Sam Johnson. For, for, he's going to have something for free comic book day that he wants to talk about. So we're going to have a comic guy on next next episode after this one. So another movie I saw, I'm totally just cutting that off and segueing to something else. Um, my brother and I went Friday to see A Quiet Place. I highly recommend you go see that and get your pants scared off. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't do good with horror, so... It's like science fiction horror, but um, it's not... It's not... It's kind of in the vein of Alien, the first Alien movie. Okay. So did that scare you like crazy or mm. what? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a little bit like that. See, the, the interesting thing about this film is the premise is that there's something... There's something in the world that has killed off most of the living things, most all life on the planet. But the way that it tracks you down, I'm not going to tell you where it came from. I'm not going to tell you how this thing was put under, like created or whatever, you know, um, or what it's about, because that's part of the story that you find out. But, uh, it kills you when it finds the noise that you made. It's it's attracted to sound. So the the family that you're following in the film, there's a mother, father, and three kids. They have to be absolutely silent at all times. And when they go out to rummage for food at like the grocery store and stuff, they have to walk on. They put down these trails of very fine sand and dust, so that they don't crinkle any leaves. They don't scuff any rocks or like you can't make a sound. Nothing can jingle. Nothing can like, you know, if you got a backpack with like a hammer or something hanging off it, it can't like flop and hit your back. It's got to be tied down or these things will kill you. So the movie itself rarely has any background music. So it's it's an interesting film because it's dead quiet at times. Because the characters have to be dead quiet 
So then the film is dead quiet. And then the noise comes when something happens, like someone trips and falls and they smack the ground and there's a noise and then the creatures come out, you know, and you're like, ah! You know, like, That's so crazy. Like, yeah, so it's like, it's so intense because it's so quiet and you're aware of the quietness. And then when the, the way they do the sound, the, the sound itself scares you. And then you're also scared for the people because you know what's going to happen, you know what I mean? <laughs> or what's coming. Yes. And they don't show the, they don't show the things in their full extent until the end of the film too. You see, you just see glimpses of them because they're so fast and everything too. So it's kind of like one of those films where you don't know what you're looking at until the end. So it builds up all this like horrible imagination in your head and, and yeah, it's crazy, but I think it was a brilliant film. I really think it's, I mean, it's really right up there and I don't know a lot of reviewers who've given it anything but top marks. So I mean, it's it's really one of the better films of 2018 so far. Well, and then we've got uh, Infinity War coming. Yeah. And Solo. Yeah. And uh, uh, Jurassic World Part Two. Jurassic World and Deadpool. Deadpool. Yep. Yep. Like what? Look and at I, all these movies coming. And I'm gonna go see Rampage, but only because, you know, with the Rock and that big monkey and the giant uh -huh. lizard and the flying, flying wolf for some reason. Mm -hmm. But that's only because I have movie pass and I can go for free. Yeah, I mean, it was just an episode on movies. What'd you think of this movie? What'd you think of this movie? <laughs> movies and conventions. So that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, movies and conventions. All the rest of the next. Where is the next Star Wars celebration? Well, my theory is that it's going to be in Anaheim, California. Again, okay. And the reason I think that is because, like, every time they do one, they do it in the States, then they do one overseas, then they come back to the States, then they go overseas. So okay. they're coming back to the States in 2019, I think it's going to be. And, uh... What they do in the States, if you look at the past, is they alternate between California and Florida. So okay. since it was California two times ago, Orlando the last time they were in the States, I think it's going to go back to California for the okay. next one. I think they're just going to alternate between California and Florida every time they're in the States. Well, and if it, it does make a little bit of sense because um, Disneyland in California, Star Wars Land, Florida also star wars land so it kind of makes now, sense for those two places the one thing that might throw a hitch in that idea is that the big star wars land is opening in 2019 right and that's here in florida the 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 with the full resort where right. in florida you can stay you and it's a limit you can only stay two nights you can't stay more than two nights you can choose one night or two nights and that's it. The maximum stay at the resort is two days. <laughs> because what they do is when you go into this resort here in Florida, you're going, I mean, it's not open yet, but it'll be open in 2019. You will be in the Star Wars universe 24 hours a day while you're in the resort. And when you enter your room, they give you Star Wars related clothing that you are encouraged to wear. You don't have to. 
and every staff member is dressed in a Star Wars outfit. Everyone at the restaurants is dressed like cantina people and aliens and different things. So you are, and all the windows, when you look out the window, they're not, it's like, it'll look like you're looking out the window of your, of your hotel room, okay? But what you're going to see outside is not what's really outside. So they're giving you an illusion of looking out the window, but what you're seeing is like the where like where you would be in the Star Wars universe. And in some rooms you'll be looking out over like other ships flying by, like a blockade runner or star destroyers or something, you know. And then some of them you'll be looking out over planets of like Kashyyyk or you'll be looking at um Corellia or you'll be looking at Hoth, you know, and <laughs> seeing like stuff from the movies outside there. You know, so you're 100% immersed in an absolutely like never ending Star Wars situation that goes on for your entire stay. And I think because they expect it to be so popular that they're limiting it to two days or less and uh, in inside the resort. And then the rest of the time you could stay at a different hotel, you know, and still visit Star Wars land. And Star Wars Land is completely immersive also. It's like everything in there. It's just, it's unbelievable how cool it looks. <laughs> I can't so wait. I... They, I could see them doing celebration in Orlando to encourage people to go to the new Star Wars Land and to stay at the new Star Wars Resort. Wouldn't that be an ultimate experience? A, a, a Star Wars convention, staying in a har Star Wars hotel and visiting Star Wars land. That would be the ultimate <laughs> Star Wars experience. Yeah. Minus but I, but see, being I, I in don't, a Star Wars film. The weird thing is, though, is I don't think you would want to stay at the Star Wars resort and go to the convention during the day because I think part of the experience is that you're in Star Wars for 24 hours. You know what I mean? When you stay at the resort... So I don't think the idea is for you to leave the resort. I think the, you know, cause I have a feeling it's going to be 500 or maybe even a thousand dollars for the one night stay there, you know? So you don't want to go out and do something else during the day and miss eight or nine, 10 hours or 12 hours of star Wars stuff that you would otherwise be doing at the resort because you paid so much money to be there, you know? <laughs> You're right. So, but we're going to get a sneak preview of all that stuff at Galactic Nights on May 27th. So, that hopefully right. I will have... That is two days after Solo. Yeah, so hopefully I'll have a really cool report for everybody about what this thing looks like and how cool everything in Star Wars Land is. Yes. And I'll have pictures of Jonas as Chewbacca. That will be fun. Because he will be there. Well, Christina, should we go? We should, but we should. Isn't today special? Oh, yes. Happy three-year anniversary. To the Super <laughs> Awesome Geek Show. Yes. So we're ending the show by letting you guys all know that this is our third year anniversary. We are now heading into year four. Yay. Woo! <laughs> Thanks a lot to all our listeners and everybody on Twitter who's stuck with us this whole time. And uh, we really, really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thanks for hanging around with me, Christina. Oh, no problem. It is my pleasure. I enjoy every moment. 
And we should give a shout out to Rob Clifford. He's been busy. He got his dream job working on comic books, doing some art for comics, and he's got a six-month stint to like accomplish all this work he really needs to do. And uh, so excited for yeah, him. Yeah, it's gonna be it's awesome when people reach their dreams, you know. And Mike, Mike has been yes working he's working furiously. On Zeus is dead too. If yes. you haven't read Zeus is dead, you should go out and read it now. You will love it. I don't say that I love books that I don't love. And that one, if you like Greek mythology and so much funniness, you need to go do that because he's working on book two and you'll want to pick it up right after. Trust me. Yeah. It's like Greek mythology. It's incredibly good humor. And a murder mystery. <laughs> right? And All it, in one. It, yes. And his other books are just as fantastic. So, you know, if you finish Zeus is Dead, you should go read uh, the others while you wait for Zeus is Dead, too. Because um, he's working fervishly yeah. on that book. And Mad was out. Mad, Mad B. She's a, another one of our co-hosts that we want to thank. and she, But she's been out... She was invited to the WWE, so yes, she's watching I, I, WrestleMania. <laughs> I know that takes me back. People are just like WrestleMania is today. I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, that takes me back to being a kid. I'm like, hey, all right. Twitter's been exploding with the uh, with the with the matches and stuff. They've been putting up live. Uh, you can follow along on Twitter, and yeah, it's kind of neat. <laughs> A lot of crazy yes. going on there, but yeah, I think I heard that Mad got a um, another uh, stint at Bioware, so that's cool. Yay, go Mad! Yeah, so she's oh, just our- been really busy doing commission artwork and her stuff for the video game industry. So they'll all be back just in time. I think Mad will be with us Saturday next next week when we record with Sam Johnson about his comic on Free Comic Book Day that's coming out. Uh, Matt will be with us, and Christina, you'll be there too, right? I will. Yay! All right, guys, till next time. Thanks for giving us three years, and here's for the fourth year going into that. And may uh, the fourth be with you. There you go. Oh. Yeah. May the fourth year be with you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm one with the fourth, and the fourth is with me. <laughs> Now we need t-shirts. <laughs> I was there for the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Christina, good night. And thank you all to our listeners. Good night to you, too. Yes. And we'll talk to you next time on the Super Awesome Geek Show. Autobots, roll out! Oh! Hey, you've been listening to the Super Awesome Geek Show podcast. Find us on Twitter at Awesome Geek Show. And as always, thanks a lot for tagging along. Live long and prosper. May the force be with you. And we'll see you next time on the Super Awesome Geek Show. Yo, Joe!